to lay down your fears, to lay down your anxiety before God. How would life be like if you walked every day in the favor of God? Four things I'll show you this morning. Number one, you already have the favor. Somebody say, I already have the favor. Now, many Christians believe that they have to somehow earn the favor of God. But in reality, and the truth is, we already have that favor. Why? Because God saved us by grace. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, let's go there quickly. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Simply put, grace is favor. Grace is favor. And so, God's favor is the power that changes things in your life. God's favor is the power that turns situation around. God's favor is the power that is able to save you from the grabs of sin, from the grabs of death, from the bondage of iniquity. Somebody shout the favor of God. And so first and foremost, you and I must be saved to enjoy this favor. And guess what? I'm not just talking about when we go to heaven or when we die and go to heaven. I am a recipient of the favor of God here on earth. I'm not waiting to enjoy the riches of God's grace in heaven. I am made to enjoy it here on earth. Revelations 5 says that we have been made kings and priests unto our God. I am a king here on earth unto God. I am a priest here on earth unto God. I am made in his image and his likeness. Therefore, I possess an authority on the earth. I possess an authority in the heavens. I have every right to enjoy the favor of God here on earth and in heaven. Somebody shout hallelujah. And so to be saved means to be delivered. To be saved means to be protected. To be saved means to be preserved. To be saved means to be healed. To be saved means to be made whole. And so when Christ died for you, he was telling you, I have given you divine preservation. I thought someone would say an amen to that. When Christ died, he said, I have given you divine provision. When Christ died, he said, I have given you divine healing. When Christ died, he said, I have made you whole. And that's why the Bible says in James that I wish above of all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. So that means if God is blessing you with riches, he's blessing you with wealth, it's not for you to spend it in the hospital. It's not for you to spend it on paying hospital bills. Hey, he's giving you a blessing that with that blessing comes another blessing and with another blessing comes another blessing. The Bible says that his mercies are new when Come on, say for yourself, his blessings upon my life are new every morning. So hey, hey, 
I refuse to feel bad. I refuse to feel bad if I didn't achieve what I thought I would achieve today. All I need to do is come into a new Oh, somebody hearing me. I refuse to feel bad if someone says, you are not successful. I still have a couple of mornings ahead of me. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I am a recipient of God's favor. I'm a recipient of God's favor. Woo, and guess what? If you are a recipient of God's favor, he caters for you. I said it here. If it is God's will, it is God's bill. Don't worry about how you're going to pay the bill. If it's God's will, if you are standing in his will, he'll pay the bills. I, I imagine it. God takes you to your favorite restaurant and say, you know what? It's whatever you like. I got you. I'll take care of it for you. Go to whatever shop you like. Shop as much as you want. I got you. What is grace? What is favor? It's a blank check from God to you and I. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? I am a recipient of God's favor. That's why nobody can threaten me with death. Because he has said, with long life, I will do what? Satisfy who? Me. Satisfy who? Me. It's not confident enough. Satisfy who? Me. So even when they threaten you, he has promised me what? And with that long life, he will do what? I have said it here before. For you to be satisfied is not 10 years. It's not 50 years. It's not 100. Satisfaction is when you are full. So long life is not 120. I don't know if somebody's hearing what I'm saying. Long life is that you lived old. Long life is when you are satisfied. With long life. I will satisfy you. So when the word came to King Hezekiah and said, put your house in order, you're going to die. He looked at God and said, I'm not satisfied. Look at what I've done. Look at what I want to do. I'm not satisfied. So if you want me to die, better think twice. My, ah, uh, look at this, look at this. Hezekiah was so much, he was of so much value that God thought him dying would be a minus to his assignment. So God said, you know what, you know what, I didn't think it true. I didn't think it true. But I've seen and I've heard what you said. Uh, I've visualized it. I'll give you 15 more years. So even at the expiration of 15 more years, they say, hey, the assignment is not done. If his message are new every morning and he's a creative God, that means that you create every day. Somebody, you slept off on me. Are you understanding me? So his guy was quick to understand if I need long life, this is what I got to do. Remind him of his promises. Remind him of what? His promises. God's supernatural favor, his supernatural grace is so big. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 7, the Bible says that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in the kindness, in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. He shows us his grace through Christ Jesus. And so you may be thinking, oh, it's until I get to heaven, I shall wear a crown. My head has the ability to wear a crown here. Some of you have been singing that song. When this life is over, I shall wear... No, 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 no. I'm entitled to wear a crown when the life is over and now. 
my head is not meant to carry carry load. After you carried load, the thing has made all, all parts of the head. Some of us, our head is very sensitive. Then you say, no, it's when, when, when we get to heaven, that's when we will enjoy. If that be the case, what is the good of the land for? The Bible says, if that be willing and obedient, you shall eat what? So if there's good in the land, who's going to eat it? I'm waiting for heaven. It makes no sense. You suffer here, go and enjoy there. When everything you need to enjoy here was provided for. It's ignorance that will make people get on a plane, they serve them food, they say, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay. 13 hours flight. You say, no, no, I'm okay. How much? <laughs> Forgetting that when you bought your ticket, it was included. When you gave your life to Christ, healing was included in it. When you gave your life to Christ, prosperity was included in it. The whole package was paid for. It's amazing. And what, what do they call all expense paid trip? That means everything that concerns that trip is paid for. So now you go on the trip, you are saying, I'm hungry. When the food has been paid for, all you need to go there is show your face and say your name. That was why when Christ died, the first thing that happened was that the veil in the temple was torn into, giving man access. Because before that time, if the high priest did not like you, <laughs> you didn't know you offended the son of the high priest. So he tells the father, he says, sir, there is a young man, I will show you his picture, I will tell you his name. So when he sees you coming, he will substitute you with somebody else. So you are waiting, six years, you have not repented of your sin. So now you become a serious sinner. For God looked at this thing, he said, for what use is all of this thing? Do you know that when Christ died, God was even considering your pocket? Should I explain it to you? If you had to atone for every sin with a lamb, I don't know if in Nigeria they sell lamb, they sell ram here, right? Right? If you had to atone for every sin with an animal, how many sins have you committed this week? Somebody talk to me. Some of us will sin per hour. True or false? No, no, come on. True or false? And mind you, the sin of murder and the sin of lying before God, they are equal. So you can't even say it's a small sin or it's a big sin. The sin is sin. Are you understanding me? So imagine atoning for only this week. You buy, this is seven days in a week. You buy seven rams for only this week. Then for one month, because some of us, we can't even stay away from it. We, <laughs> hey, if we are not telling a lie, we are backbiting somebody. If we are not backbiting, we are having unforgiveness. It's one or the other. And all of them are what? Sin. So 30 days in a month, you buy 30 rams. How much is that? How much is a ram now? Eh? 70k for ram. Wow. Times 30. Stephanie, where are you? Sorry? 
one million. How much do you have in your account? So you see, when God said to Christ, who will go for us? It was a huge task. When he hung on that cross, it was not the nails that held him there. It was his love that held him there. He considered, Kenny, you pay how much again? He said, no, you will go broke. Times 365. He said, no. I don't want you to start spending the blessing I will give you upon rams and goats and doves and making atonement every time. So he said, you know what? I'm tearing the veil open that you may have access. You don't have to go through the high priest. You may be down, broken, beaten, and battered right there in your space and say, Father, forgive me. Grace and favor. It's functional in my life. Grace and favor is what will make you sit in front of the doctor and the doctor says, you know what, you have a couple of years to live and you say, no, I shall not die. Grace and favor. Grace and favor is what takes your CV, knowing fully well that you don't qualify, yet he qualifies you. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You know, you know, when you look at your CV now, you know you don't qualify. But grace rewrites your CV. And they look at it and they say, well, you don't qualify, but we'll still give you. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Somebody shall grace and favor is upon my life. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so even before we were born again, Christ paid it all. He showed us great love. He showed us great favor. In Romans chapter 5 verse 8, the Bible says, But God commanded his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners. You see what I mean by God had you in mind? He knew how bad you would be. He... <laughs> oh, somebody say, God figures it out. And so the moment you step into the new life in Christ, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is what? He is what? A what? Uh -huh, continue. He didn't say old things are forgiven. He didn't say old things are what? Forgiven. He said what? They are passed away. So that means there is no trace of it. Oh, that's why I say to people, you are not your past. You are not your mistakes. Uh, yeah, I know you used to lie a lot. I know you used to steal a lot. But now that you are in Christ, there is no trace to that effect. And that is why when the devil tries to accuse you, when Christ looks at you, when God looks at you, he sees Christ. And he tells him, take a good look at her. What do you see? Oh, yes. You said what? She was a sinner? Oh, okay. Let me check. I see Christ. I see Christ. In him, I live. In him, I move. In him, I have my being. Grace and favor. And so if you've not made Christ your Lord and Savior, now is the time to do it. Because you can shout amen all you want without him in your life. Your amen does not leave this room. Somebody hearing what I'm saying? Your amen does not ascend to him. In Psalms chapter 5 verse 12, the Bible says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With what? For you, O Lord, will bless me with favor. I wish you say that for yourself. Uh, and it says, 
and you will compass him as a what? Shield. So this is what God does for you. He favors you. He protects you. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? That's why the devil was so mad. He said, you know what? This guy you call Job. You are singing. You are bragging about him. How many of you know that God brags about you? Have you seen my daughter, Susan? Have you seen her? You know, when a father knows that he has fine children, he's not ashamed to show them. Come on, talk to me now. When guests come to the house, have you, have you met my children? Especially when they are single. He said, come. Come, come, come on. David's father was not proud of him. But God was proud of him. Don't sleep on me. That's why when the prophet Samuel came, he says, where are your sons? He said, look at all of them. Who was David? Their relative. The no, no. When the prophet Samuel came, he said, where are your sons? He brought the ones he regarded as sons. Some of you here, you're sitting here looking all nice and pretty. But you know in your family they don't regard you. Favor is locating you. Amen. Now, now, Samuel could have gotten carried away and said, you know what? Wow. When he saw the first one, he said, oh my goodness. Oof. I think this is him. God does not walk by I think. He walks with certainty. The Bible says that his words are yea and amen. amen. Not is like yea and like amen. Surety. His word is short. That's why when you say I am healed and your faith corresponds with your word, it goes into effect. Not I feel like I'm healed. You are still doubting it. That the blessed are not well, but are not well. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And so, someone was going to anoint him. My God, if you try it, what you are looking for, you will see. Why? Because there was one that looked like a king before. And God regretted anointing him king. So God said, this time, I'm not going by look like. I'm going by chosen. If David was to go by, he did not qualify. How many of you have been with cows? You've been around cows. See, none. Because it's not a favorable job. How many of you would pick cattle rearing over an executive position? Alfred, are you seeing there? So we are doing some small farm work now. We don't know what we are doing. So that means that you pick an executive position over being around animals, right? Talk to me now. Good. Continue. <laughs> Amen. So, so being around these animals, at some point you begin to smell like them. Influence matters a lot. At some point you begin to become heady and stubborn like them. But amazingly, when Samuel had gone through all of them, he said, no. Is there anyone remaining? And just, 
Jesse began to think to himself, why does this man want to embarrass me? So that means David was even an embarrassment to his family. Now he's not fine. Now he's this man. He didn't go to school. He's in the bush. Little did they know, many a times, university is not the school. <laughs> in the bush, God began to teach him the mastery of sounds. In the bush, God began to train him to tend to flock, to take care of people, to take care of sheep. Is somebody with me? Meanwhile, his brothers were at home having theory. David was in the bush doing practical. So when the exam came, theory could not cut it. Theory was looking at Goliath and said, if we go by statistics, statistics we have it that Meanwhile, the man who had done practical said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? When I saw the lion, I dealt with it. When I saw the bear, I dealt with it. The ones that God has given me, I lost none. Is there not a cause? A man with grace and favor understands how to approach situations. Pharaoh had wise men. But the minute Joseph showed up, the wise men looked foolish. Not be by smart. Oh. Some of you, you think you are smart. You are very foolish. That's why when God does something, you say, eh, ah, God is great too. Yes, because where your smartness ends, that's where his grace begins. That's why the Bible says, trust in the Lord with what? Eh? Half of it. 80%. And do what? Lean not on your own understanding. I know you are wise. Look at your neighbor. Say, look at wisdom. That's why there are some people. Let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Those who don't believe that God is real, it's because God has given them the wisdom to think that he's not real. Because he gave them, he made himself so real that they disbelieve that he's real. When you ask them, why do you say God is not real? It's because they've not had an encounter. A man who has encountered God, ask, ask Saul. The same Saul that was saying, forget which God, killed them. As Stephen was dying, the Bible says he lifted up his eyes and he saw the glory of God. He began to intercede for Saul, who was killing him. He was interceding for him. Shortly after that, the same Saul had an encounter. So if you meet Paul, who was Saul, and ask him, is God real? <laughs> oh God. Hey. Ask the prophet Balaam, is it Balaam or Balak? And ask, spoke to him. How many of you here, you get home, your dog begins to talk to you? Huh? Calls you by your name. I bet you, you won't sleep in that house. Say, where, where is the last one? I can imagine. You know, David is a one kind human being. Just strolling home. Very. 
You know, for your family to be tired of you, you're, you're just strolling in. And immediately he came in. The voice of God came to the hearing of the prophet and said, this is him. And this time, he did not ask him, is this him? So that means that when grace and favor is at work in your life, men don't need to approve of you. Because if he had asked Jesse, is this him? Jesse said, no. It's not the one. In fact, I don't have another son. God confirmed him. And immediately, he was anointed. Immediately, he became the reference point in his family. Somebody, if your amen can thunder, there is a shift in your life right now. I said there is a shift in your life right now. Woo. Number two. You must, to enjoy this favor, you must receive the favor of God by faith. Now you may be thinking, there are a lot of people who don't enjoy the kind of favor I'm talking about. Yeah, there are some people that don't enjoy it. Their life is full of tragedies, full of disappointment. Why does God not favor them? God goes around them with favor, but they just don't know it. They are oblivious to the fact that there is favor upon their life. They are ignorant of the fact that there is favor upon their life. If you have deposited in the bank with your name $200 billion, if you don't know, if you are not aware of it, you will still be poor. True or false? True or false? But the day you walk into that bank and you go to the manager with a key or something, a code, and say, sir, I am so, 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 and so. This is my password. He tells you, oh, this way, we have been expecting you. Until you access the favor of God by faith, you remain where you are. For you to access healing, you have to obtain it by faith. The woman with the issue of blood, she had consulted. They had diagnosed. She had done tests. Te See, how many of you have heard this word? Tested and not tested. How many of you have heard it? This woman was tested. What did they not do? Dr. Dave, help me. MRI, CT scan, ultrasound. She was not even sound again. Because the Bible said that she was worse. For every time she spent her earnings, she became worse. And, and you're thinking to yourself, all this money yet, she's not getting better. She, she got to a point, she said, you know what? If I spent so much, eh, you know the work, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. If only I can touch. Her miracle was not when she touched it. Her miracle was when she obtained it by faith. Lord, open doors for me. Yet, you are not obtaining it by faith. Lord, bless my business. Yet, you are not obtaining it by faith. You pray now. Lord, my business will grow. Tomorrow morning, you go to the shop. 
who sent me. No matter how hard you try, oil and water don't mix. You cannot faith doubt. And you cannot doubt faith. It is faith and faith. You cannot fear and faith. She could have always said, if, <laughs> if it be say a pass year, if to say pass year, then I can't touch a garment. I know I will be made whole. But from the look of things, I, he doesn't know me. Let me call my sister. Let me call my brother. The only thing your sister and your brother can do for you, they will come to your house. No. Sorry, eh? You never will. Hey. This sickness is not to death, eh? It is well with you. Sorry, eh? Koyo. You don't eat. You don't get appetite. But we make pepper soup for you. So when they make the pepper soup, they will serve you, serve themselves. True of us. True of us. Eat something now. Eat something. See, you have you are losing weight. You are emaciating. Let the word not say. Eh? Oh, mix up and then So they turn your house to their own kitchen. Before you know, they leave their house, come and be staying with you. See, we are just comforting her. We are consoling her. We are praying with you, eh? We are praying with you. They've made one pot of black soup. So every day, this woman was going down. It got to a point, she said, if only I can touch. Now, Jesus was not even going her way. He had no business with her. He didn't know her. The one he knew, he said, today I'm going to your house. He said, today. Zach, come down. Today, we're going to your house. This woman, he had no clue of her. But somehow, God had to direct his way to cross her path. What does favor do when you obtain it? It creates an encounter. It creates opportunity for an encounter. I don't know if somebody's hearing what I'm saying. It creates an opportunity for what? And so she had to pass his way. And she had to have a way. The Bible says as she pressed, the crowd gave way. Not because she was honorable, because she was thinking really bad. But she knew, yes, I might be smelly, but let me just touch the hem of this garment. So guess what? God made sure that her disadvantage paved way for her. If David had not faced the lion and the bear, and some of you, if you see lion now, you will leave me in this church. Then when you get to main gate, you will come wherever. Are you okay? True of us. Yeah. I love you guys. You guys don't you don't lie. You don't deceive yourself. When he saw the lion, he saw the bear. He defeated them. He killed them. So when he saw Goliath, he said to himself, What could be more than the lion and the bear? I don't know if somebody is hearing me. Obtain your breakthrough by faith. Obtain your healing 
by faith. Obtain your open doors by faith. Stop saying with one side of your mouth, I am healed. With the next, I am sick. The Bible says, therefore, we are slain by the words of our mouth. The power of life and death lies where? On your tongue. And so when you say something, your angels don't have time to say, let's check it. Let's dissect it. Is he right? Is he wrong? All they do is they take it and they go into effect. That's why when some of us will say, oh, it's like I'm sick. All of a sudden, you begin to feel, you actually begin to feel the weakness in your body. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. I know you don't have the money in your account, but begin to declare it. Create capacity for it. Some of you say, ah, God is going to bless my business. Which, which business? You don't have shop. You don't have any business name registered. You just lie down on your, on your pillow. You do like this. Be counting millions in the sky. Imaginary billions. You say, no, I'm, invest, I'm investing. Investing in what? You're investing in your pillow. Obtain it by faith. Somebody shout hallelujah. In 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 2, the Bible says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through what? Through what? Through what? If you are ignorant, you cannot obtain it. You need to come to the place where you know who you are in Christ Jesus. You need to know who you are in Christ so you can obtain what you have in him. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. God has saved you by his grace. God's favor provides every possible blessings. But it starts with you. Having faith for it. And so, grace is God saying, here is all the good stuff I have to give you. Faith is saying, thank you, I receive it. Is somebody understanding what I just said? Grace is saying, God saying, I have the blessing for you. I have the healing for you. I have the job for you. I have children for you. Faith is saying what? Thank you. I receive it. Abraham would not have a child if he did not obtain that child by faith. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? If he did not obtain it by faith, he would have been barren. He would have died childless. Are you understanding me? And so faith comes when we believe. And when we believe, we begin to receive. When we believe, we begin to receive. We begin to receive. Like I said, healing is not something you beg for. It's something that was already prepared for you. By faith, you do what? Oh, come on, talk to me. Prosperity is not something you beg for. Lord, God, I beg, bless me now. It was already paid for. By faith, you do what? Children is not something you beg for. 
all good, the Bible says all good and perfect gifts come from so if you have a friend you say let me take you somewhere they want to kill you they won't carry you go where so when you get there what you see is what you get let me tell you something the devil never gives gifts free of charge what he gives with one hand he collects with the other you say no we give you ah, I'll be water picking <laughs> when he give you water picking he will drown that child are you understanding what I'm saying all good and perfect gifts come from God that's why I'm very careful with my children if I, if I hear you say to my child you are crazy now you give me the one that gave, him, gave them to me, he gave me good and perfect. If you give me, you have the right to abuse them and cuss them out. So if I don't cuss them out, who are you? If you are created in the image of God, after his likeness, who has the right to curse you when God has not cursed you? Somebody talk to me. Say, I give you seven days to live. You tell them, you have just declared it for yourself. So shall it be. I imagine to myself, you know, Christ is so simple. God is so simple. Jesus just died. Bam. Just say, if you believe, you receive by faith. You are made whole. Ah, just like that. But you see that Juju priest? He will tie all the things. The things he didn't create to he didn't create it. He will tie everything. Put everything to make you scared. Have you ever seen any shrine in a skyscraper? Somebody talk to me now. You come into the shrine and tell you good morning. This way, please. The open elevator, you enter. 12th floor. Welcome. The minute you are coming out, they say welcome. Welcome to the shrine. Have you, ever, have you ever seen it? They make it look so terrifying so they can bamboozle your mind. So the simple is not good enough. I was talking with someone in the course of last week. And he was saying, <laughs> it was so funny. He said he was going to beat a native doctor. I said, what happened? The guy was, it was on a call. So when he was done with the call, I said, what happened? He said, they sent 1 point, I think 1.7 million to the man to help somebody build a property or something. The man said he saw only 1 million. <laughs> Meanwhile, the transfer paper says 1.7. So he said, I will beat him, eh? he will bring the remaining 700. So someone else that was there with him said, and a native doctor is saying, hey, and so what? Say, and so what? I was watching the whole thing play out. And the next thing he said was what made me laugh. I had to laugh. You know, there are some things that happen around you. You can't keep it inside again. I had to. I, I exploded laughter. He said, they'll be idiots. They'll say they won't do sacrifice. Maybe person bring full goats. They'll use only the head. Full. <laughs> you know how much for a CEO plate of this? 
And you know, the next thing he said, he said, Tana, why you see native daughter on the go market? Because they'll bring everything, come house. Did it just hit you? They tell you, bring 12 tubas of yam, one crate of egg, two hen, cock, the big one, one big goat. Then they will now combine all those things. One can of palm oil, one carton of wine. And they will combine those things in one small pot. What happened to the rest? But the one that is so simple is not good enough. Obtain it by faith. Obtain your breakthrough by faith. I've said it here times and time again. All Abraham needed to do was to surrender the canvas of his mind, plain, ready for God to paint on. So when God told him, look into the sky, if you can number the stars, so shall your seed be. He was excited. He did not consider the deadness of his body. His body was dead. The body of Sarah was very dead. Doc, they say men can still produce at, at 60. After 60, it's a... Uh, 50-50. Men, don't pause. <laughs> eh? But this guy was going to a hundred. At a hundred years old, he was still strong. At 90-something, Sarah was still doing my waist to, my waist to. It was not because she had the ability to Oh, when you obtain your promise by faith, it's not by your ability. It's not because you can do it. So you say, you say, uh, at the age of 25, I, I have bagged my doctorate. Shut up. Close your mouth. Because there are people at the age of 25, they are still struggling with 200 level. True or false? So if you think you are so great, you walk around and say, oh, where are you? What, what, what? Who are you again? You are bragging at, at 40. You say, you know, I just finished my PhD. Go to other parts of the world. There are people at 22. They are finishing PhD. So you are like this at 40. Say, address me. As, let me tell you something. Go by my title. I am Dr. Uh, no offense to, to professors and the rest but when you travel out of this country you know that this thing called doctorate is not an entitlement doctor the professor, professor, professor what is your name? you see young men and women they are professors they not carry out for head obtain it by faith I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Let me tie this up and we close. Understand this. Number three, God is searching for who to bless. God is looking for who to bless. But many a times, we are slow to receive God's favor. Many a times we think, oh, I'm waiting for God to fulfill his promise. Meanwhile, God is waiting for us to obtain it. 
Many a times we, we say, oh, you know, I'm patiently waiting. Meanwhile, we have not positioned ourselves. We have not come into the place of alignment. The Bible says, hmm, in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, it says, according as his divine power, he has given unto us all things that pertain to life and God. He has what? He has what? What is given? Is a past tense. Not he will give us all. He has made it available. He has made it available. He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge. So you see why knowledge is very important. If you don't know you have been given, you remain ignorant. You remain in want. That's why the psalm says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Because he knew that the Lord has the ability to provide for him. He make it. Because I know what he can do, I will step into what he has already done. Your father has built a house for you. Four bedroom duplex with a car. All the utilities paid for. Yet, you are saying, uh, first may I slap you. You know those how that the, 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 the bathroom, the bathroom door is toward. It's your toward. You can't even take a shower in the night. <laughs> Who is there? Meanwhile, there is one that has been prepared for you with a standby generator. The minute you come in, they turn it on. If there's no light, they turn it on. The flat screen TV, a chef attached, you know. Not mattress now, not mocha. So it's a feathered mattress. When you fall into it, that's what he makes me to lie down in green pastures. You don't know. If you doubt me, there are some mattresses you sleep on, you will dream bad dream. True or false? Yeah. One time I traveled to Lagos for administration. The hotel they put me in. I couldn't sleep on the mattress. It was hard. I, I said to myself, this hard life is not for me. I sat on the chair till morning. When they came to pick me, I told the pastor, I said, man of God, <laughs> you don't try it. <laughs> that mattress was something else. I couldn't sleep. I didn't return back there. Because the mattress was oppressing me. But you know, this one is, is a feathered mattress. The way you fall into it, I can only imagine what it'll be like. Are you understanding me? You sleep in that world, you, you begin to dream sweet dreams. Ah, I see trees, red roses. You begin to imagine yourself in greatness. Meanwhile, all those you have it at your disposal, you are saying in face may I slap you. Where 12 people are sharing one kitchen. In the morning, they are coming to knock your door. Six o'clock. Now you take my oil. <laughs> now you use my stove. What, what, what nonsense? He has made all things. He has given us all things that pertain to what? Life and godliness. You, God doesn't want you to struggle. 
But because you don't know, you are struggling. I don't know if somebody's understanding what I'm saying. He's looking for who to bless. If you don't know it, you don't know it. Say life hard though, when everything has been made available to you. And so that is why it is important that you step out of ignorance. Look, foolishness is an office. Decide not to walk in it. I'll say it again. Foolishness is an office. Decide not to walk in it. Somebody hear what I'm saying? Second Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9 says that the eyes of the Lord runs to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in, on the behalf of them whose hearts are perfect towards him. Those whose hearts are perfect. Those whose hearts are in alignment. The place of alignment with God is the place of knowledge in him. The place of alignment with God is the place of knowing that he is able. Oh, those that come to God must know that he is God. And he is a rewarder of they that diligently seek him. Diligently seeking him is you being intentional with what you want to achieve. You cannot say, I want to be a professor in this field. And you don't go to school. You are lying. You are living a fake life. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You are joking with your life. Be intentional. Because when God blesses you, he's intentional about the blessing. God is looking for someone who is loyal, who is devoted, who is faithful, who is trustworthy to pour his favor on. Somebody shout hallelujah. He favors you. Number four, and the last one. You must release your faith in God's favor. Somebody say, release your faith. Somebody say, release your faith. You must receive God's favor like every other spiritual promise in faith. And then, release your faith. Like I said, when Abraham was told that you will have a child, Sarah was on one side. She heard the same promise. But she laughed at the promise because she did not release her faith towards it. She laughed. And the angel will ask Abraham, why is she laughing? What's funny? And you know men, they always come out for their wife's excesses. But Abraham decided, you know what, I will faith it for us. If she has considered that she will not be able to bear children, I will stand in the gap because she's the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. She was drawn out of me, so I will stand in for both of us. Did it come to pass or not? Somebody talk to me. Did it come to pass or not? The, the, the amplified version reads in Romans chapter 4, verse 18 to 21, it says, For Abraham, human reason for hope being gone. Hoped, that means naturally hope was gone. Case closed. Case settled. No children. But he hoped in faith 
that he will become the father of many nations as had been promised to him. So, numberless shall your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith. Hear this. When he considered the utter impotence. So, that means there is impotence and there is utter impotence. Thank you. Of his own body, which was as good as dead because he was about a hundred years old. Or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's deadened womb. No unbelief or distrust made him waver concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. I know you have been praying. I know you have been seeking the face of God. Now it's time to switch it. I know you are believing God for breakthroughs. Now is the time to begin to praise him and glorify him. Let me tell you something. Your praise is very powerful if you don't know. Many of us, we travelize our praise. We travelize our worship to God. That's why when we come to church, you see some people, they are worshiping in tears. You see? Where the warrior? Who, who they beat her? You have no clue where she's coming from. You have no clue what she has been through. But when she's in that position, that posture of worship, she begins to imagine like the psalmist will say, I will sing of the goodness of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known his faithfulness. I know you can pray. God answers prayers, but inhabits worship and praise. Paul and Silas knew that look, this place we are in, they were the senior pastors, so no pastor to call. <laughs> but they called on the one who called them. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? The Bible says at midnight they began to praise, they began to worship, and suddenly, let praise and worship become your lifestyle. Why? So that there can be a sudden breakthrough. How many of you are believing God for a sudden breakthrough? How many of you are believing God for a sudden miracle? I pray for you in this season. As your praise goes up to God, as your worship goes up to God, that sudden breakthrough comes to pass in the name of Jesus. I declare it comes to pass in the name of Jesus. I declare it comes to pass in the name of Jesus. I declare it comes to pass in the name of Jesus. Stand on your feet this morning. Lift up your hands to heaven. In your own voice, in your own language. Begin to praise him. Begin to praise him. Begin to praise him. Begin to praise him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Thank him for where he has brought you from. I know you haven't gotten to the real place. But know that he who has begun a good work in you shall complete it. He shall complete it. He shall complete it. Open your mouth. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. He is able to do exceedingly. He is able to do abundantly. He is able to heal. My healing has been paid for. My breakthrough has been paid for. My prosperity has been paid for. 
my children have been paid for right now I obtain it I step into the place of obtaining I obtain my breakthrough I obtain my increase somebody begin to declare it I obtain 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 my healing hey you are sick in your body obtain your healing right now you are sick in your body obtain your breakthrough right now somebody obtain it Yes, 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 yes. yes. I obtain it. I obtain it. I obtain it. Whatever things are it is mine. Godliness, Jesus, we obtain them now. We obtain them now. We obtain them now. We obtain our precious. We obtain our precious. We obtain our healings. Lika parande la paratosa. Leke de ekapayata. Rada da 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 sopra da Your voice, you have done. Say you have done what no man can do. you to stretch your hands out right now stretch your hands out right now God is able to do just what he says he will do he's gonna fulfill every promise to you don't give up on god because he won't give up on you As your hands are stretched out right now, I want you in your own voice, begin to declare in reverse to whatever the challenge is. Begin to declare what you believe in God for that you have received it. As your hands are stretched out, open your mouth right now. 
Open your mouth right now. Open your mouth right now. Declare it. Declare it. Declare it. Declare it. Declare it. Marital breakthrough. Declare it. You are believing God for children. Declare it. You are believing God for a new job. Declare it. Declare it. Obtain it. Obtain it right now. 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 Right now. Right now. Obtain it right now. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive my healing. I receive my healing. I receive my breakthrough. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Give him thanks. Give him thanks because it is yours. Give him thanks because it is yours. Give him thanks because it is yours. 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 been threatened so much in life today I stand upon this altar and I declare over you that threat against your life is over let that amen thunder that threat against your life is over that threat against your life is over that threat against your life is over With your eyes you will behold your breakthrough. With your eyes you will behold your testimony. God make all grace abound unto you. All grace. All grace. Grace on your job. Grace in your family. Grace in your home. Grace in your business. Thank you, Spirit of God. This week shall be a week of testimonies for you. This week shall be a week of testimonies for you. This week shall be a week of testimonies for you. Someone here, you have cried so much to the point you have lost your joy. The Spirit of God will have me tell you. He says, I am restoring your joy. I am restoring your joy. This week you shall have something to laugh about. This week you shall have something to dance about. I declare it so in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Someone take those hands to yourself and say, I believe it. I receive it. I accept it. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands and give God praise.
Before we take our offerings and go into the baby dedication for today, I just something is bugging me. Jesus, you are so good. Jesus, you are so good. What no man can do, you have done. You have done for me. What no man can do, you have done. What no man can do. Some of you just say like, it's probably just a song, right? It's probably just a song. I hear it in my spirit. This is someone's testimony. Look, it's not for everybody. But someone specific, this is your testimony. That what man could not do for you this week, God, God did it. God did it. God did it. God did it declare Jesus Jesus you are so you are so good Jesus you are so Jesus you are so you are so of your children a blessing is released upon their lives I decree you will never go down the works of your hand I declare today they are blessed and the devourer is rebuked for your sake whatever it may be that would devour resources destroy businesses make businesses fold up close up I stand upon this altar and I decree and declare it is far from you in the name of Jesus. In blessing you are blessed. In increase you are increased. On every side. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Son. And in the name of the Holy Spirit of God. Take that hand to yourself. Say I believe it. I receive it. I accept it. Amen. Take out a good offering this morning. Take out a good offering this morning. I never see this kind God I do, 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 do
Is someone ready to dance this morning? Take out your offering this morning. Take out your offering, lift it up to heaven. I'm ready to dance. I don't know about you. Ask your neighbor, are you ready to dance unto God? Father, behold the seeds in the hands of your children. Cause it to increase. Lord, as they give unto you from their heart, let the blessing of heaven be released upon them. I decree and declare that you are blessed on every side. You are blessed on every side. You are blessed on every side. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Drop that offering with rejoicing. I never see this kind of before. Wonder, 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 wonder. I never see this kind of before. I never see this kind of before.
by you is not rejoicing. They want to give you problem. Good news. We have a new member. I told you, if you don't evangelize, we know what to do. When was the last, the last time we delegated the baby was two or three weeks ago, two Sundays ago, another one is coming. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Abraham, where are you? Hallelujah. Oh, Michael, you go sing today. Where's the mic in your hand? Oh, hola. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, please jam your hands together with a resounding clap as we praise God for the arrival of Wheeler Ehiwema Opaseki. Come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. We no sorry now, Give the Lord a dance. Oh yeah. Hold your wife. Hold to your wife. To the left. To the right. Hey. To uh -huh. the left. Hey. Who you know, Sabiene? Oh, 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 oh,